This week on Talking Central Arizona Sports, the Bears and Badgers football teams advance in the playoffs and a look at the upcoming Bradshaw Mountain basketball seasons. Hello everyone, my name is Torrance Stunham and welcome to a weekly podcast catching you up on the latest with Central Arizona sports teams. Part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 podcast network, the show features game previews and recaps along with interviews with coaches and players and much more. Of course, the show begins by talking about playoff high school football and the Bradshaw Bears, which are one of the hottest teams in the state. The number eight seeded Bears knocked out number nine seeded Northwest Christian 23 to 13 at home in the opening round of the playoffs on Friday. Here's head coach Bob Young on the win. Well, it was a big win for us. We hadn't won a home playoff game since 2010, so that was a long time coming for uh, for this program, and you know we're just excited. It was the seventh straight win for the Bears, and the script was a similar one for Bradshaw Mountain. A strong rushing attack and shutdown defense. I think there were some early, and once they figured out it was a football game, you know, as we progressed, the, you know, especially the defense, the defense, uh, you know, stepped up, and that's been our mantra all year. Defense has carried us, and you know, offensively, we scored enough points to win the game. Was able to run the ball. I mean, that's you know, that's been our formula all real year. You know, Gabe Ricketts and and uh, Jordan Kelly, Malachi Stevenson, and. You know, we were able to establish a run game and, you know, we had some some timely completions when we needed them. But, you know, just, uh, you know, ground control and, you know, that's kind of been our M.O. all year. The playoff game at home was a special environment for the players. You know, it was neat around campus all week. It's just the expectation of being able to, you know, host a playoff game. And, you know, we had a good crowd and, you you know, I'm sure the you know the players enjoyed playing at home one last time. Bradshaw Mountain has quite the test in the quarterfinals as they travel to the Valley to face number one seeded ALA Gilbert North. Just keep doing what we're doing. You know, our defense has got to play great. You know, these guys put up a lot of points. They've got uh, they throw the ball really well. They got a great quarterback, receivers, and. You know, offensively, you know, if we can establish the run, you know, that's been our secret to success. And, you know, if we can do that, then that will give us a chance. Kickoff is 7 p.m. The number 10 seeded Prescott Badgers are also moving on in the playoffs, beating number 7 seeded Apache Junction 35-28 on the road. Prescott High School battled back from being down 14-0 early to get the win, led by strong performances by senior Cody Leopold, who had 154 yards on 30 carries for three touchdowns, and sophomore Uriah Tanette, who had 74 yards on 11 carries and a touchdown. Junior quarterback Jackson Rice also completed 15 of 19 passes for 150 yards. Here's head coach Cody Collette. Back and forth game, uh, kids really showed a lot of a lot of, lot of toughness, a lot of mental toughness, a lot of courage, uh, grit, passion. I was really, really proud of them. We got down 14 nothing, probably five minutes into the thing. Um, they have really good quarterback, tremendous tailback, and uh, solid, solid defense. But clawed our way back, got it to 14-14, and then in the second half, it was pretty much score for score. Um, our defense came up with a really big play at the end there. Uh, we were up 35-28, and we uh, had a sack fumble, 
and uh, we're able to get the ball back and, and run out the clock. But really, really proud of our team. Um, great performance by everybody. Jackson Rice threw the ball really well. The offensive line, I felt like, took over the ball game. Um, Uriah Tanet was amazing. Cody Leopold was awesome. Um, just just a, a Jake Hilton had some big catches. Um, really, really proud of our guys. It was, it was certainly a good victory. That early deficit didn't phase the Badgers, as the group has had plenty of playoff experience. Well, I mean, the one thing about our seniors that you got to say is, is it's not their first rodeo. Um, I believe Cody Leopold, who's played in the playoff game as a freshman, I think that was his uh, fifth or sixth playoff start. So um, he's played in a ton of them. A ton of our seniors were on varsity as sophomores, so that was their fourth um, playoff game. So they do have experience in that regard. And uh, I think they didn't let him phase them. And we always talk to our guys about the next play. Uh, you can't affect what has happened. you got to worry about the next play and try to do the best you can on the next play, and I think they did that. Just like the Bears, the Badgers have a chance to knock off a top-seeded team in the 4A state playoffs as they travel to play number 2 seeded Snowflake in the quarterfinals on Friday at 7 p.m. Well, they're phenomenal in all facets of the game. The kicking game is excellent. They have a solid offense and a absolutely spectacular defense. They're Defensively, they are if not the best defense in 4A, they're right up there with anybody. Um, just a tremendous team. Really, really good middle linebacker, Brim Hall, and uh, a defensive line that is second to none at, at this level. And uh, it's going to be a tremendous challenge. First and foremost, we have to uh, protect the football. Uh, can't give up any turnovers. Got to prevent big plays because I do think they'll struggle a little bit if they have to to move the ball a little bit at a time. Um, and scoring opportunities are going to be premium. When you get inside the red zone and get an opportunity to score, you have to do it. Have to get, and preferably seven, because they have such a such a strong defense that I think it's critical. Um, the plays in the kicking game are going to be really important as well, I would say, um, because points are going to be at a premium, I feel like, uh, in this one. Snowflake's always known for having big crowds, so we're really hoping Badger Nation can show up uh, Strong. I know it's a holiday weekend and everything, but uh, hoping everybody makes the long trip, and we want to give this game the best atmosphere of any playoff game in Arizona this week. A preview of Bradshaw Mountain's basketball seasons is coming up, but first, Thanksgiving is this week, and that means the official start of the winter season is approaching. And as they say, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Can your heater handle the cold of winter? Schedule your fall tune-up today with Yavapai Plumbing and Heating. All the info you need is at ypeinc.com. That's ypeinc.com. Welcome back to Talking Central Arizona Sports. Thanks for giving this podcast a listen. The Bradshaw Mountain boys basketball team enters the season with a new coach coming off a 15-11 and 11 overall record with an 8-4 mark in the 4A Grand Canyon region. Good for a fourth place finish. Bradshaw's season ended with a state playoffs play-in loss to Rio Rico by the score of 62-57. Head coach Kane Atkinson is getting some key contributors back from last year's team, such as senior Ben Wilder who led the team with 12.4 points per game last season and tied for first with 4.5 rebounds per game, along with junior Mason Hunt, who had 7.3 points per game and 4.2 rebounds per game last season. 
Joining the show now to continue previewing the Bradshaw Mountain Boys basketball season is head coach Kane Atkinson. Coach, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining the show. So uh, what brought you to Bradshaw? Uh, honestly, the last couple of years playing against uh, Bradshaw, um, I just really respected their old head coach, uh, Coach Hillig. Um, did a great job with the team, did a great job with the program. And, you know, I've always, I always respected the kids. You know, I felt like they played the right way. I felt like they played hard. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of this opportunity can be, you know, thanks to Coach Hillig. So speaking of a few of those players, obviously being so close inside the region, you saw this team last year, uh, Bears had a 15 and 11 record, eight and four in the region. Lost in the play-in round of the state playoffs. You know, the team lost some key uh, senior contributors, but they're bringing back um, – uh, the team's bringing back uh, Ben Wilder, Mason Hunt, Caden Reed, and uh, right. a lot of, you know, a, a lot of underclassmen that are now, you know, upperclassmen, juniors and seniors. Um, right. Just in your short time with them so far, uh, what kind of growth have you seen on the other side of the floor? Um, you know, it's been, it's been awesome because when you say, you know, I spent a short time with these kids, I moved down here to get the first, um, as soon as I got started Did a lot over the course of the summertime, uh, we've done a lot of, a lot of stuff over the fall, um, pretty much have been practicing ever since I got here in June. So, I mean, there's, there's been a, a ton of growth. Uh, I feel like a lot of kids have, have really developed. I feel like a lot of kids have really matured. Um, you know, they're just doing a great job of, you know, putting that work in, in the gym and, and just really, really buying into the, to my type of system, you know, and, and I feel like there's going to be a lot of kids that stand out uh, outside of, you know, like who you mentioned with Ben Wilder and Mason Hunt and Caden Reed. Um, you know, I'm very excited to have, Dante Landis, um, who's kind of been plagued with injuries throughout, you know, his his high school career. And, you know, he's back healthy and, you know, he's a tall, athletic, um, high motor type kid. And, you know, I think that this is going to be a great year for him just because, you know, first year playing high school basketball, I think he's really excited about it. And another kid that I feel like is going to be real, real successful is going to be Amari Lawrence. Um, but like I said, not just those guys that I mentioned or you mentioned, but the entire program has done a really great job of buying in and you know they're going to continue to get better every day perfect so uh is there an area of focus that you uh, that you believe the team will be particularly strong in this year whether defense offense ball security what what do you kind of what do you kind of focus on uh as coach uh for me um i'm kind of a defensive minded coach um i know that you know defense you don't have to be the most talented or the most skilled um player um, I think that it's just a mindset. I feel like defense, you know, playing with heart, uh, it helps with toughness. Um, so I'm very defensive oriented. And I think that that's one thing that, you know, in the past with the with Bradshaw Mountain program is not necessarily that they were a bad defensive team, which wasn't the case, but I just feel like they were, they, they've been always really inconsistent, you know, and I just feel like developing that, that mental toughness, um, toughness in general, that's another thing that I really stress. Um, that I really preach to the team. Um, I just feel like those things are going to just really help us, um, you know, just be a lot more consistent. Uh, season gets underway on the road against Seton Catholic Prep on November 22nd with the first home game against Dysert on November 29th. Uh, what will fans see this year when they come to the games? Um, hopefully just what I t- just talked about, you know, toughness. You know, I just feel like, 
that's something that me as a player um, growing up, um, having that toughness, I just really felt like it separated me. I felt like it, it, it separated the, the teams that I've been on. Um, and I just think that uh, when fans come to see us play, just that toughness, not just physically, but mentally as well. I feel like that's, that's really important. Um, you know, just how hard we work, um, you know, the type of kids and the type of character that, th that these kids have. Um, so yeah, we're, I'm looking forward to it and I know the kids are looking forward to it. And I think that, that people, parents, you know, whoever wants to come out to, to support us, um, I think that they're going to be very, very excited and very pleased with what they see. Thanks so much for joining the show and uh, good luck in the season. And we'll talk to you, talk to you down the road. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me. The girls basketball team, meanwhile, is trying to improve upon an already impressive 21 and 10 season. That included an 8-4 record in the 4A Grand Canyon region, good for second place. The Bears beat Peoria 52-46 in the state playoffs play-in game, but lost to Seton Catholic Prep 58-30 in the opening round. The Bears are returning some key contributors from last season, including Ellie Bennett, for her junior season after she was second with 8 points per game, along with junior Giselle Serrano, who averaged 5 points per game. Kaylee Smith is also back for her sophomore season after being second on the team with 4.6 rebounds per game last season. They get a chance to get some payback from that postseason loss as they open the season Tuesday against Seton Catholic at home at 5.30 p.m. Now it's time to whip around Central Arizona sports teams and get you caught up on previous results and what's to come this week. Winter sports gets underway for the Badgers this week as the boys' wrestling team will compete against Cactus, Odyssey Institute, and Peoria on the road Tuesday at 4 p.m. The Bradshaw Mountain boys' wrestling team also began the season Monday as they competed against Flagstaff and Ironwood at home. Winter sports are already underway for Chino Valley as the boys' basketball team lost their opening game of the season to Winslow at home 59-43. They next played Tuesday against Sholo at home at 7 p.m. The Chino Valley girls basketball team also lost their opening contest against Winslow 85-24. They play Sholo at home on Tuesday with tip-off being at 5.30 p.m. Switching over to collegiate sports now, the season for the women's soccer team continues in the 2022 NAIA Women's Soccer National Tournament after a 2-1 win against Northwest and a shootout win against Missouri Valley last week. They advance to the final site where they will start off with Tennessee Southern on November 29th at 3 p.m. Meanwhile, the Embry-Riddle men's soccer season came to an end Thursday in the first round of the 2022 NAIA Men's Soccer National Tournament with a 4-0 loss to St. Thomas. They did win a CalPAC championship this season after going 16-4-1 overall in the regular season and an 11-1 conference mark. The Embry-Riddle women's cross-country team finished 11th of 35 in the NAIA cross-country national championships last week, while the men's cross-country team finished 28th of 36 in their national championships. The Eagles men's basketball team over the weekend beat Northwest 72-55, but lost to the College of Idaho 78-51. In the win against Northwest on the road Friday, Christmas Chaljani Jr. led the team with 18 points, while Jake Klinger and David Tebow added 14 points at 2-2 two two overall. Next up is a match with OUAZ on the road Tuesday at 6 p.m. The women's basketball team had a tough weekend, losing to Adams State 80-58 and Fort Lewis College 73-72 on the road. 
At 4-3 overall, they next play Benedictine Mesa on November 28th on the road. Ending the whip around with the Yavapai College Rough Riders as the men's basketball team on Tuesday beat Navajo Technical University 92-75. Cardell Bailey led the team with 23 points in the win, while Josh Favors had 18 points. At 2-2 two two overall, they next play Phoenix on Tuesday on the road at 5.30 p.m. The women's basketball team over the weekend in the Eagle Classic beat Snow 52-47, but lost to Utah State University Eastern 60-52. At 3-3 three three overall, they next play Phoenix on the road Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. As I do every week, I'll end the show by giving my thoughts on some state sports. It only took a week to end what was a ridiculous so-called quarterback controversy in Arizona as the Cardinals were embarrassed on national television with a 38-10 loss to the San Francisco 49ers in Mexico on Monday night. Colt McCoy is one of the most stable backups in the league, unless you consider Trey Lance to be the starter and Jimmy G to be the backup in San Francisco. This is a problem with coaching and GM. As I've said each week, this team doesn't have the necessary coaching skill or players to be competitive, and this loss is the final nail in the coffin for the season as it's now time to look toward the draft, which I say should not be controlled by the current front office. There were multiple plays on Monday night that showed the Cardinals have waved the white flag not only on the game, but the season itself, and it's time for a change and not a quarterback, at least not yet. I'm Torrance Stunham, and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. Come on back next week as we'll recap the big playoff games for the Badgers and Bears football teams. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next Tuesday.